Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers and welcome to Popcorn where we tell you what is popping in the culture. And if you're a Ray Donovan fan like I am, and I am, you know, I have questions for this guy. Anyway, my guest today is Ray Donovan himself, Liev Schreiber, who's got um, a lot of stories to tell. So Liev, welcome. Thank you very much. You know, this well, first, I should congratulate you on your 90th My Emmy nomination. Oh, <laughs> no, I guess it's only, it's only the third. Thank you, thank you. But it's a pretty exciting thing, and that's coming right up in a it's week great. or so. It's great. Does this excite you? When? It does. I hope I don't win because I think when you win, you stop getting nominated, and so I like this being nominated all the time. I think it's really great. <laughs> it's yeah. really, it's just the yeah. good thing. They say when you are nominated for an Emmy or when you're up for one, you submit a certain episode. Oh, yeah. People look at it. Do yeah. you have any say in that? I don't. Yes, I do. But I don't remember Which what one we was. submitted. I think it was uh, episode, because we've done it three different times now. But I think the, it was episode 12. of la, It was last season's finale. Yeah. I think that's what they submitted. Well, good. They submitted it so you don't have to take too much you responsibility. Know, I'm a busy guy. You, you know? are a busy guy. Yeah. You know? you're, you're even in My Little Pony movie. I got to do something just, my kids can see. <laughs> Really? They don't watch Ray? No, not yet. <laughs> How old are they now? Uh, Kai is eight and Sasha's ten. A year and a half. Not ready for Ray just yet. <laughs> yes. They keep asking me. Then they can no. see it. Yeah. Well, I've got to talk about this season five of Ray Dunn because now we're into it. I think people have watched it so we can talk about the death of Abby. Mm-hmm. Which you, was just a shock to us all. Yell at you, yeah. make you feel like you're I, 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 I think uh, we felt sure. that we really yeah, needed to really take a shot to, really, to really gamble on something big anyway? this season. And for us, yeah, it was the death of Abby uh, last so year. Our, our showrunner and head writer, David Hollander, at least five years um, dealt with something in his own family that was um, really terrifying. And I think we all, we all, um, his, his, uh, everyone in his family is okay now. But at the time, I think we all went through a kind of existential moment about uh, uh, mortality and, and illness and, and family. And it was something that I think felt close to the bone for us as a family of sorts on the show and an ensemble. So when David brought this up, there, there, was, there was no resistance from anybody. We all felt like it was important work to do on a show where we try to do humanist, complicated stories. And this, this felt right. Um, the way in which the story unfolds, the, the nonlinear narrative, I was really nervous about because I, I was afraid that, uh, that people would get bogged down in the flashbacks and, and cutting between flashback and present time. But fortunately, our, our fans are, are such cinephiles that they've, they've got, we are, we coming along for the ride. We are, we know what that is. Come yeah. on, we, I we was can nervous. deal with nonlinear. It's also very heavy, you know, it's, it's very dark stuff. You say that, but at the same <clears> time, I mean, for, for Paula Malcolmson, who plays your wife, Abby, in the show, I don't know how happy she was to hear that she wasn't going to be on the show anymore, but this is part of the deal when you're, you're in a TV series. Yeah. And the other thing is it was an opportunity to give Paula um, uh, some real, and a really extraordinary arc to work with this season. And she does incredible work on the show this season. So, well, that's the great thing. You yeah. think, oh, this character's gone, 
and we come back in episode one, but she's running all through season five. She's all over it. Yeah. And she's marvelous. And, and you know, the other thing is, like, look, you're, you're so lucky if your show has gone this long. Mm -hmm. You know? It's, yeah. it's, it's such a blessing. So uh, I think at this point, we're really, everyone's just sort of going with it and, and just happy to have the ride. Losing Paula is like losing your cleanup hitter. She's just such a terrific actress. It was very difficult in the beginning. But I think as we got through the season and she really sank her teeth into the role, it, it kind of became more of a celebration than a, than a cause for regret. And we get to see, I mean, she is suffering from cancer. This is true, what we see. But the flashbacks, we also see this real side of what's going on between Ray and her that we really didn't see that much before. It was nice, ironically, for me to get to play these scenes where Ray's happy, mm -hmm. where Ray's smiling. Where Ray's he's in not love. a happy guy. No. no, and you know how do how do you shift that dynamic? And yeah. it's actually really brilliant that in her in flashbacking from her death, he values her, and you see him capable of love. You see him uh, able to connect with her, and 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 you see him enjoying himself, which is. It's a huge relief for me on that show to have scenes like that because it is very, very dark and intense most well, of the time. How do you get into that character of Ray Donovan? I mean, you're living with him now for five seasons, you know? Can you say goodbye to him? Can you leave him at the door when you go home? I have to. <laughs> you, know, you have to. I, you know, one of the best tricks for me to get rid of Ray is to come home and see the kids because they really couldn't, they don't give a crap you know, what I've been doing all day, and yeah. I'm not Ray, I'm Dad. And that kind of shatters any illusions I have about being Ray. Um, I love Ray. I, I think he is a really conflicted character. Like all great drama, and, uh, there's a real duality to him. Um, tremendous sweetness, which usually belies uh, violence and rage. Um, and I think we can all identify with those extremes at times. Well, he gets to act it out. Well, yes, but, <laughs> yeah. the, I, you know, the thing I, I think for me that uh, articulates what it's like to play Ray is that you amp up all of that tension, you rev the engine, you ratchet, 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 and then you don't express it. And that's very difficult <laughs> to do every day because... Uh, you need some sort of an outlet, um, and uh, yeah. So well, I, I, you know. I saw you play Hamlet. I think mm. uh, Andre Sabat. Another Republic. century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, yeah in the 18th yes. century. Yeah. Whatever century okay. it was that it happened, but there's something Shakespearean about Ray, not in the dialogue that he does have, but in his conflict over who he is and what he is, and he's such a broken guy. Uh, it totally reminds me of Macbeth from the beginning. He yeah. reminded me of Macbeth. And Paul and I used to talk about that a lot, that he, he really rem he reminded us both of uh, Macbeth and Lady Macbeth, yeah. the, the, both of the characters. Well, at the end of the fourth <clears throat> season, there's a lot of, of that between the two of you. And yeah. it's, uh, nothing can touch us. And here we are now, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. <laughs> That's right, yeah. and here it is. Yeah. What was it like on the set for Paula and the rest of you on her last day? What went on? It was... Um, it was very emotional. Um, it was in New York. Paula went straight off to a bar. 
Uh, so did uh, so did the rest of us, but we had to shoot for another three or four hours before we could. You know, she's my family now. Uh, like everyone on that television show, they're my family now, so I'm going to see them again. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as devastated as I thought I would be. I feel confident that they're going to be in my life. Um, so it, it really was, uh, I think, mostly for me in that moment, a celebration of what she had accomplished as an actress mm -hmm. this season. Because I, I really think she, she did extraordinary work. Was that crying? Yes, of course she's crying. Well, yeah, come on. Yeah, not I'm me. Thinking, yeah. No, <laughs> you can't. I'm not allowed. <laughs> it's in my contract. No crying. No, crying. no pictures of yeah. you crying. No. There'll just be none of this. Right. I should have asked you for really sad stories that no. would just bring. No, I what cry. does make you cry? Um, uh, uh, pulling my n nose hairs out. Will, that is always difficult. Makes me cry. Yawning <laughs> makes me cry. Really? Um, Why would a yawn make you cry? You know what makes me cry? Uh, sports things. Really? I cry at races. And I'm not even a track and field guy. <laughs> but when I see someone win a race in dramatic fashion, it mm -hmm. always makes me cry. It's very embarrassing, but it does. Well, that's also, great. boxing does that to me. If I see somebody come back from behind, it makes me really emotional. And you played that recently in Chuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where you, we could see this. This was the guy who was the model for Rocky. Chuck makes me cry. Yeah. Chuck makes me cry. The model of that character. So you're just a mess. It's true. What is it? <laughs> it's true. It's true. I have no idea how I got this part. Yeah. What, what is it? What was the, did they come to you and say, this, we want you to be Ray Donovan. You're it. I think after they said that to four or five other guys. Guys, yeah. they, and you were it. You're our first choice. You're we, it now. now. Yeah. Yeah. We never wanted you anyone before, else. You were but now. Today, yeah. we really want <laughs> you to be this. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. So when I look at the stuff that you do, I see somebody constantly mixing it up. You really don't let it be possible for anyone to say, he's always this, because you're not. You know? Thank you. You've been saber-toothed, you know, for, for Marvel, and then you being the butler playing LBJ, you know, you can turn around and do a Oscar-winning movie like Spotlight, where you're this guy from Florida who takes over the Boston Globe Marty, and yeah. does this. And the Catholic Church in that, too, because that's something, when people are talking about Ray Donovan, they seem to forget that Ray is a victim of abuse, you know, in, in terms of that church mm -hmm. where that's happening. Yeah. Do you get a lot of controversy about that, where people are saying, um, are upset by this? I think people are upset about it. I don't know how controversial anyone feels it is anymore. I think um, long before Spotlight, um, uh, and I'm, I'm really grateful to have been a part of that movie, I mm -hmm. think there was a consensus that this happens mm -hmm. and, and that people are suffering. And, and it's a, a much bigger problem than any of us had imagined. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I think we owe the Boston Globe and Marty Barron uh, for that mm -hmm. to some degree. Um, so to tell those stories and to tell them in, in a uh, kind of uh, as humanist way that we can, I, I think is important stuff. Um, and I think both uh, David Hollander and the writing team at Ray Donovan handled it really well. And I think Tom McCarthy handled it beautifully on Spotlight as well, too. Yeah, he did. 
So when you're looking around <clears throat> and choosing what you're going to do next, what is it? What's your criteria? You're right. I, I do kind of want to mix it up. Um, a, because it keeps it interesting. And I think there's also this, this stigma thing that you are as good as your last part. And I always want to know what I can do. I always want to know what else is available to me, both <clears throat> in the world of casting and in my own ability. I really don't know what I can do and can't do <laughs> until I've tried. And I've always felt, uh, I think someone like Violas Bolin said about actors, that the first thing is to be willing to make an ass of yourself. You have to be willing <laughs> to make mistakes in any craft. Mm -hmm. And I like things that feel like a stretch. I like things that feel different. I like things that feel um, unfamiliar. Because as they become more and more familiar, they become a part of your kit, part of your arsenal. Yeah. Well, is that, is that a thing about being in a series that's as successful as Ray Donovan is for Showtime, that you have to get back into that guy's skin? I'll tell you the truth. The reason I said yes to Ray Donovan mm -hmm. is because I knew that it would be a, a crash course in filmmaking, that it would be the best uh, uh, learning um, be really a great way for me to intensely study film acting, mm -hmm. and it's been that—not um, just acting, but uh, you know, camera movement, composition, writing—and uh, I knew that by doing it every day, the practice of doing it every day would bring me that much closer to it. And I'm so grateful for that part of the process. Yeah. So, th was this always in you? The last time you were on the show, we <coughs> talked a little bit about your childhood, which was. Really unusual. <laughs> really? I mean, you were living with your mom in, in some tenement somewhere, basically? Well, yeah. Well, my mom was into squats, you know, so the... the sure, so the, many moms are. Yeah, well, they... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, uh, it was the thing. Uh, yeah, but I, I assume everybody has a story like that. Yeah. You know, it's just that uh, as actors, we get asked about ours. It's all the time. We've all got interesting yeah. stories, yeah. Yeah, but did that make yes. you want to be doing this? Because where's that moment that happens to you when you're a kid living with your mother in basically a squat, a building like this? You're not, are you homeschooled? No, no, I went to, you I went went to, to public school in New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that old nature nurture thing. It, how much of your environment determines who you are, who you become. I think I saw a lot of strange stuff as a kid and I was fascinated by it. I was really interested in I think I felt also and I've talked to other friends who were in the business I think I felt like an outsider as a kid and mm. I think that desire to connect and to get inside was something that that I, I noticed in a lot of actors that it's you observe behavior because you want to emulate you want to join you want to emulate meaning you'll steal whatever you see yeah well also <laughs> how do you speak their language Ah, oh, good point, yeah. You know, how do you, how do you, what do they, how do they converse? Can you learn that language? And for us, I think for some actors, I think it's that language of social behavior, of emotion, of conversation. What was the first thing you ever played where you were an actual actor? I think I did, <laughs> I was at the ashram school, mm -hmm. and I think I played Hanuman in the Ramayana. Hanuman's the monkey god. <laughs> 
and I think the I remember. The monkey god I think I remember to the Storm King. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just yes. think it's all come it full circle. It has. It? It's just yes. done all of this to do this. <clears throat> but now, you, here you are. You've got kids of your own. You and Naomi Watts um, separated. So what's this world now with your kids? How are you dealing with this as a father who goes back and forth? Well, one of the nice things about having kids and getting older, I suppose, is that you, you, you come to a very intimate understanding of how, no, in fact, the world is not really all about you. And that, I'm enjoying that to a degree. At first, it was a bit of a shocker, but now I'm adjusting to it, and I like it. I like, I like being a dad. I like having them to focus my energy on. Mm -hmm. And I like trying to learn about them in the same way that I used to be trying to learn about myself. Mm -hmm. um, so <clears throat> it's great. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm back here. We just, we just, I have, I've just fixed my place up so that they have their own separate bedrooms and, you know, we'll see. It's exciting. They want to be separate. They want to be they separate. They just don't yeah. want it. They're old enough now to not want that. Yeah, they've earned it. And I heard that there might be uh, new members of the family. Well, we, we, ju we just, I think, fingers crossed, because okay. I have to talk to Naomi about it. Mm -hmm. There's a boy and a girl. I think we've just adopted two orphan puppies from Houston. I'm very excited about it. It's great. Yeah. I see that. You know, the Ray Donovan thing just goes <laughs> away. <laughs> I heard. There's... Yeah, I'm just a sucker for a puppy. Because who isn't? I know. You know, I'm okay. just that you look at those faces yeah. and you do that. So yeah. the kids don't know this yet. No, they know. They know. Yeah, they've urged me to close the deal. Well, if you don't do that now, I know. Ray, I you're know. really in like, There's a producer on, on the Kelly and Ryan show mm -hmm. who wants the same dogs that I want. So no, that's I may over. have to pull out the baseball bat. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you can't pull that on Ray Donovan. No. You know, if he wants those dogs. He wants the puppies. There's a recent episode on there puppies. where you're dealing with yeah. the dog. It's uh, in case no one has seen it yet. Yeah. When you look <clears throat> at yourself in that character, what did you learn from him, from playing him? Because you're saying you're learning about filmmaking and what's happening in it, but do you think you learn anything from playing a character yes. for five seasons? <clears throat> yeah, to... to, to um, Raise someone who doesn't uh, feel the need to talk mm -hmm. too much, mm -hmm. which is a real challenge for an actor because especially an actor who's like me, who's trained with the notion that text is your job. Your job is to express and articulate text. And if you don't have any text, what's going on? Having that patience to sit back on the line mm -hmm. and to... Uh, put your attention on the other person is a kind of acting 101 thing, but you learn it really in a very intimate way when you play a character like Ray. So you learn a sense of patience? Patience, you because you feel an emotion, you want to express it. Mm -hmm. That's part of what we do as human beings. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of, I talk too much in real life, but Ray doesn't. But at least things come to me and I want to say them. And to sit back on that and that there's a kind of hesitance there yeah. that defined Ray to me, a kind of felt like a vulnerability. Like mm -hmm. he wanted to talk, but he was, couldn't, he knew he shouldn't. Mm -hmm. The actor knew he shouldn't, but also the character felt 
insecure about speaking. I'm going to get in trouble if I open my mouth. And then when you get into how a noir works yeah. and that you're playing the subjective character, in many ways you are the camera. So it actually is really effective, I think, to just be watching and to just be putting the energy on the other actor or the other, other object in the room. Well, you can do that well, but if you're talking a lot in life, what do your kids do when you're talking to them? Are they basically saying, why didn't dad just shut it? What is it? Are you telling them too many things? They don't say that out loud. They don't. No, they not just, out loud. They have their quiet Ray Donovan moments they where a, they keep they it have to themselves. They have an eye roll that tells do me. That. They have an eye roll. <laughs> it's a... Yeah. What's he saying? Uh, no, I can't. Oh, I can't make it. <laughs> gets very big. It's very good, you know. Yeah, no, I've been there. I've seen those looks. Anyway, you know the show ends in song. And last time you were here, yeah, you sang a song for Kai. I did. Which was a sort of semi-fabulous little limericky song that yeah. ended in and a Yeah, and I kind of made up based on an Irish song. Yeah. That's right. right. Poops and peas and yeah, things and that peas. he loved. So what do you have for us today? How are you going to take us out? I feel obliged to do another lullaby for Sasha. So you do. You, you should. He's so probably sad if he doesn't get one. I had two lullabies. I have Sasha's Pete's lullaby and I have his Yiddish lullaby, which actually he liked more because it was nicer. Well, if he liked it, then that would work. I don't know if I remember all the words, but I think it goes, Herr Meinkin, wie Wintanbrumen, mach die Heugen zu. Dein Torte hot mit zugenommen, ach, die... Oh, that's where I get unclear about the lyrics. With the ach? Yeah, that part. Ach, die What is yeah. that? Sasha, I hope you're happy, and I basically hope that these puppies come home. Me too. And that you have them both. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're all excited. I, they're going to get named soon. That's right. Because right now they're called hazelnut and chestnut. Which I, you know, it's like if you saw a person named pecan, you know, it's like, no. I, no, that'll all be changed. Yeah. The kids will I'm take control Ray. of this. <laughs> Ray. Ray. Ray's yeah, they won't like that. They, they don't like know that. who Ray is. Okay. All right. Liam, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Thank you.